Brandy here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy live 6am to 9am weekdays. Just tune your radio into 1170am in Sydney. Come on, come on, let's get together. Welcome back to SCN, 1170am in Sydney. Warm today, but not as hot as yesterday. 30 in the city, 33 in the west. Breakfast is powered by Kubota. Take on any job with Kubota's mowers, tractors and land pride attachments. It's time for the Missiles Mailbag. The Missiles Mailbag. When you control the mail, you control information. All right, Brandy. Uh, Formula One, Drive to Survive. The new season has just launched on Netflix. It's a global phenomenon. And this weekend is the first weekend of the Formula One over in Bahrain. So they kick off the season this weekend. Uh, it's huge. It's huge now worldwide. So mm-hmm. I wanted to give you a few stats on Formula One. First of all, I'm going to hit you with driver salaries. I'll give you the top five driver salaries. So these numbers are all in USD. So pretty much double them, one and a half times them. Max Verstappen is on $55 million a year. He's at Red Bull Racing. Lewis Hamilton, $45 million a year at Mercedes. Next year, he's going to Ferrari, and that number bumps up. I think it's about $100 million uh, AUD. Charles Leclerc, he's at Ferrari, 34 of the best million dollars. Uh, Lando Norris, $20 million. Then we drop down to fifth. George Russell from Mercedes, a measly $18 million US dollars. Struggling, doing it tough, isn't Big it, Big bucks over there. So I had a little look into... Well, what are these teams worth, these racing teams? So the Ferrari racing team in the Formula One is worth $3.9 billion. $3.9 billion. Now, the sport has exploded since this documentary on Netflix. Are you a watcher? Big watcher. I don't really watch the races. I'd never watched a whole lap of Formula One in my life until I watched this documentary. Yep. And now I love it. The, the race this weekend's about 2 a.m. on Sunday morning, so it's a little bit hard to take in sometimes with time zones. Mm-hmm. But if it ever marries up, I, I like to watch a bit of it. Now, because of this documentary, the, the sport has exploded. So that valuation for Ferrari at $3.9 billion, US again, is almost a 200% jump in valuation from 2019, which was when that those docos started. So COVID the, was great. COVID was great for Formula One. Mercedes is close behind. They're valued at $3.8 billion USD. Mm. Now, the average team in the Formula One, so this is from the best to the worst, we've averaged out their revenue, $400 million USD in revenue. That's money brought in, sponsors, TV rights, all the rest, ticket sales, everything. Now, how much do they spend on their car, you might ask? Now, they have a budget. They have a, I guess a salary cap, cap, a salary cap, cap, yep, to spend on their car each year. And each team pushes right up to the limit of that salary cap for money spent on their car. That salary cap, 145 million USD spent on research, development, parts for that car in any given year. Mm. So that's an expensive car. So I thought, I wonder what parts go into that car. Well, the most basic one, which we can... I guess, understand, is the steering wheel. Steering wheel, $50,000 for that tiny little steering wheel. Do they change gears on their steering wheel? Yes, they do. They have the paddles on the back of the steering wheel, so they change gears. But $50,000 for the steering wheel. If you wanted to buy the car on its own at the end of the season, 
you could pick up a Formula One car for about 15 million US dollars. So a big part of the $145 million is replacing parts during the year. They crash tires. so many what times. Tires? tires, yeah, tires, a lot of tires. Yep. Uh, so big bucks in the Formula One racing world. So Huge. keep an eye out for that this weekend. Who's your uh, drive to survive? Who's your nominate your best, your favorite driver to listen to, your favorite character, so personality, my, my and, and, your, and, your, and your knob? Your knob, like yeah, yeah. So my favorite, is, uh, my favorite <laughs> is Lewis Hamilton from a Mercedes, yep. and my A-grade Max Verstappen. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. He's just not much personality, Max. He's a little bit, little bit of a grumpy dude, but he's the most talented driver um, in the lineup at the moment. And they're all, they're all small, aren't they? They're little, little, guys, little guys, yeah, yeah, little yeah, guys. little guys. The one uh, outstanding attribute that they all have, neck strength. So they go through so many G-forces that they have to have these super strong necks. So a lot of their strength and conditioning is revolved around their necks. Wow. So most of them, little guys <laughs> with thick necks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very strange. Well, wearing big helmets, yeah. Yes. Uh, all right. I wanted to do Vegas one more time. This is the last weekend we're going to be in Vegas for the year. So I wanted to do one more list. And this is the biggest crimes to have happened in Las Vegas. First one, the death of Sonny Liston. Legendary professional boxer. He was found dead in his Las Vegas home in 1971. His wife found his body after she'd returned from a two-week trip. Now, they're saying that it was an overdose but he was found with heroin in his system and it wasn't a lethal amount so dodgy 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 who killed Sonny Liston still ongoing cold case is it cold case right. the second one the death or the murder of Tupac Shakur we all remember this shot one shot out in the street he was shot in the street car pulls up shoots him it's a cold case they think they're close to finding that I think they may have even prosecuted someone recently for the murder of Tupac Shakur that's a long Shakur. time ago now that like was in 1996, he was only 25 years of age and he was at the peak of his powers. Other notable ones, there's been a bunch of big heists, uh, but the other one that I wanted to talk about was the kidnap of the Wynn daughter. Now, she is the daughter of Steve Wynn, who owns the Wynn Casino. Mm -hmm. She was kidnapped and held for ransom, two armed robbers. They asked for $2.5 million for her return. They settled for $1.45 million. Peter, uh, get Steve, away with it? Yeah, Steve Wynn told them that that's all he could afford at the time. That's what, all he had. What year, when are we talking? What era? Like 1993. What? Right. The perpetrators, unfortunately, were caught. A few days later, one of them attempted to buy a $200,000 car in cash. And the ruse was up. They were caught. Uh, a lot of other big heists <laughs> uh, around stealing chips, stealing cash. But those big three stood out for me. Okay, so he got his daughter back. Got his daughter back, well, paid 1.4. That's a good story. All right, that was Missiles, Ma Missiles Mailbag, Brandy. Uh, uh, we've got to get I to a break. It. First time up, I'm hearing it. Yeah, that's good. James. A little bit different. That's that's the things that I'm looking into. Vossie here. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Remember, you can catch Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy live 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. weekdays. Just tune your radio to 11.70 a.m. in Sydney.